Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It depends on the nipple, it seems. My left nipple is more eager to shed the bandage than my right. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray. And I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And today, we're going we're gonna to jump right into personal hygiene. Personal hygiene? All kinds of hygiene. All kinds of hygiene. All the hygiene. That's what we're covering. Hygienics. Specifically with um, children who might not appreciate hygiene quite as much as other people. Well, there's there are several reasons that I wanted to at least start the conversation. We'll just start with hygiene and see where this goes. We're just going to start down that path. Um, and this, this could go any number of directions. <laughs> Here it goes. Hold on, everybody! Everybody, strap in. Um, y- was it yesterday? Lita came home and she says, "Mom, I'm walking through the hall yesterday, and it smelled like bo." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was. I said, "That's called thirteen-year-old boy." <laughs> <laughs> And I had this like sudden recollection of remembering like that stench in in middle school, like near near the gym, like near the the boys' locker room. It's like, oh, dude, oh my gosh. That's right. It's a new school, so this is like a a new smell. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, Mm. I mean, I can say that I remember being that age and not even really knowing that there was a smell. I mean, you don't you don't really pick up on that. Well, it goes one of two ways. You're either one of those boys that just doesn't really pay attention or notice, or it's funny to smell. Or it's funny. Like or it, there's you humor just don't there. care. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess there's the don't care, but I feel like that's less common. I don't know. And you were one of the ones who just didn't know? I mean, I think... I picked up on it fairly quickly, but initially you don't because it's it's sort of like the frog in the pot of boiling water analogy. <laughs> it's not like one day you just wake up and you smell miserable. It kind of settles in and you don't really notice it. Right? Everyone else around you might, but if you're around mostly boys your age, then yeah, no. Yeah. So the no. girls notice it is what you're saying. I think, I mean, because girls start, you know, to need to take to shower more often and to do certain things and wear deodorant. I mean, it happens with girls as well. I don't know if biologically it's just worse with sweaty boys. <laughs> but like, I mean, as parents, as a, as a mom, you start to notice that your child loses the sweet smell of being a baby. 
you know? Oh, yeah. Well, that, that happens before the BO sets in. Though. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, g- girls, you know, or especially around this age, a lot has to start happening with hygiene. And um, you've got eyebrows, you've got hair on your head. <laughs> you've which got which hair boys your... do have, but <laughs> we'll, we'll let that be for now. You've got, you know, you've got leg hair, you know, that, that you have to sort of, you know, because she, she asked me like when, when she should start shaving her legs. And I said, well, Cammie doesn't ever shave her, Cammie doesn't shave her legs. You don't really have to. It's not, it's not, it's not a law. An absolute necessity. It's not a necessity. You know, it's, um, it's a choice that you make. And I, I remember, I think I was probably 10 or 11 when, um, I started shaving my legs and you don't, you don't shave your legs. You don't know <laughs> about this. You obviously haven't seen my legs, <laughs> but I think, I mean, it, this, they're quite a sight, let me tell you. And I'm, I'm just guessing here, but you know, I think the answer you gave her is good is it's a choice, right? But I think mm-hmm. at her age, like at that age, it's not a choice. Like I, I think there's the pressure so it seems like there's only one option, and that is that you mm-hmm. do shave because that tends to be the more common selection. Yes, and uh, yeah, she came. She's she's had a really, really, really good. It's but it's like ten days into school now, and she came home yesterday, and she she said that some girls were looking at her a weird way. Girls that she did because so, this this middle school, um, I think like three or four elementary schools feed it and so there's girl there's people who knew each other from other schools in their specific little cliques and a group of girls was looking at her a certain way and i was like oh no please don't let it start this soon um and she blamed it on her legs (laughs) is that like her immediate like it must be the legs well, I don't know, like, huh, I, I'm uh, looking at her legs. She's, she's perfectly fine. Um, like Cammie and Cammie is going to laugh when she hears this and is going to love that I'm talking about her legs. My friend Cammie <laughs> <laughs> does not shave. And we're talking about like hair there. She has hair on her legs. Like, like you, you can, can see braid, it at a distance. You can see it. You can braid it. You can <laughs> brush it. Bro- oh, it's God. tangled. <laughs> oh wow! It's just her aesthetic, and um, and and shaving your legs is, you know, it's much easier to do in a bathtub than it is standing in the shower because you got balance and you've got a, a a razor and the cutting and and you understand this because of your face. Do you shave your face? <laughs> Um, I have not shaved like a close shave in probably two years. I have like a permanent shadow. I hate shaving. So when I hear women say that they don't like shaving their legs or they don't shave their legs, I'm like, yep, yeah, I get it. Have at it. Cause I cannot stand it. And What's, what, with a face what bothers though, you? well, it, it always irritates my skin. I've tried probably a dozen razors, tons of different shaving creams, aftershave, everything. It always irritates my skin. And the thing that bugs me that I think is an added challenge is that it's your face. So if something goes <laughs> wrong, there's no like, oh, wear pants. Like you, you, there it is. For all to see. Yes. And I just, I, I don't know. And it takes, honestly, it takes extra time and I don't. 
want to take that time. I could use that time elsewhere. Mm-hmm. How much extra time does it take? I guess that would depend on if I were to use an electric razor or just a traditional razor. Okay. So woman, so you haven't really taken a razor to your face in how long? At least two years. Wow. It's been a while. Well, maybe actually, you know what? It's probably closer to like a year, year and a half if we're really counting. Yeah. But it's been a while. You know that you have to you have to get a medically you have to get a beard card in order to have a beard at BYU. You Hang on, you started with medically? Yeah, like if you have a, if you have a medical condition where like it really irritates your skin or <laughs> Are you serious? Like you can't you can't have facial hair without a medical that condition? Would, he, without a medical condition and the a doctor has to sign off on the fact that you have a medical condition with, that that prohibits you from taking a razor to your face. Wow. That's, a beard card. That's intense. And you have to show the beard card at the testing center in order to take a test if you have a beard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just no. Thought of that. I don't I had a beard for maybe 4 months. I never really loved it. And I suddenly began to look a lot like my dad. <sighs> um, so I don't, it, it's never long. It's not like scraggly. It's not like Amish? No, it's not. I mean, it, it's, it's hardly even a shadow. I shave as close as I possibly can without actually shaving it all off. You use an electric, electric razor? An electric trimmer, yes. Tr- electric trimmer. An electric trimmer. That would be great if you can make those for legs, but you would never get it. You don't get a close enough shave. Yeah. We're close enough by what standard, though? <laughs> I mean, really, you what you could. I guess you could. I don't know. I just don't like the mechanics of shaving legs is, yeah, it's a, it's a learned art. It's a learned science. <laughs> I know that sounds so strange. It's like n- nurture over nature. But you have you have like ankles you have to maneuver around and knees and the back of your leg and you have to decide if you're going to shave the entire leg. Um, <laughs> I remember <laughs> like I was I walked into a, my mom was sitting in the living room with a few of her friends talking and I I walked in and I was like I think I'm going to shave all the way up to my my hip and like every woman in the room was a a gog they were like what what are you doing no no one does that like you only shave the bottom portion of your leg like the 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 shin and the that 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 part the shin and the calf like the part that sticks out of yeah okay and i was like no 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 no." like if if i'm gonna be a bathing suit i don't want people to see hair on the top of my legs and one woman looked at me and she says once you go you can never go back (laughs) wow which That's is some pretty serious stuff. I I explained that to Lita. I was like, once you start shaving your legs, you you know you have to sort of continue doing so. Um, and uh, is it like a because, painful transition if you stop? Then, well, it just comes in thicker huh. when you start to shave. Gotcha. Yesterday, I I was emailing back and forth with a a coworker of mine from the place that fired me from my website. Wow. He he's my age. He's 41 and, and he he has a 2 month old. <laughs> a 2 month like, old? A 2 month oh, old. Man. He has a 2 year old and a 2 month old and we were catching up and I was like listen, p- people told me this all the time and you just don't believe it but like it goes by so fast. So here I am 
my baby girl, and I am going to have to teach her and guide her in the ways of womanhood. It is here. It is, like, happening. It is happening. Like, right now. Like, right now. Like, I I remember thinking, one day, you know, I'm, I'm going to get to talk to my daughters about menstruation. <laughs> oh, God. You know, I'm going to talk to them about shaving their legs. Well, here it is. It's here. And you get to do it all again Mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah. So this is like a practice run. This is a practice run. Yes. Sorry, Lita. (laughs) And I know that boys have hair on their head, but Lita's hair, she's, I mean, I, I, my, my hair has thinned as I've gotten older, um, and so has her father's hair. But, like, John's hair, Jex's hair, and my hair growing up, we both just had gigantic, untamable manes on our heads. And so we've given that to our children. And so Lita's hair is super, super thick. And it's, it's you know, it's a lot of management. It takes a lot of time. Well, but I think part of that, though, is that she wants it to look good. Mm-hmm. Whereas, so Lexton, he has very thick hair and he has that great, like wavy hair that you could do any number of brilliant things with. <laughs> he doesn't do any of them. So there have been times, and, and I, I don't always think to check because for me, it's, you know, you, you glance in the mirror, make sure things are good. Like that's just something I do. So half the time, we get somewhere now school we'll get there and i look at him in the in the car i'm like did did you did you look in the mirror he's like no why uh no don't worry about it just go to i mean it it's like the worst kind of five cowlicks and all of it and it doesn't even phase him he'll kind of nope. run his hand over there and be like oh yeah and then he's gone like it just doesn't matter so i mean that's a typical 12 year old boy right exactly and I think that, mm. like, maybe if he cared about it and he wanted it cut at a certain length regularly and he wanted different hair products, and then it would become a big ordeal. But it's that aspect of caring that just mm-hmm. isn't there. And I think it's the maturity. Like, 100%. I think that that's what triggers it. Yeah. Like, we're we're having to do, like, skincare regimens. Like, you know, face. we have to be wa- washing the face with a certain facial soap and then a certain facial moisturizer. And like, there's a lot of hygiene things happening here, over here. Like, in washing, <laughs> <laughs> like it took me, and it's still, we're still in this process. I'm still getting Lita to wash and condition her hair properly because of its texture and because of its length and because it's so thick that like I want to do it for her but of course she's old enough to do it herself but at the same time it's like okay listen like this is how you have to wash it and this is how you have to condition it in order for it to work and yeah it's so so when we so on the nights when we take showers um I have to set aside a lot of time. Um, it's a whole, it's a, it, it's a whole thing. It's just a lot of work for for you as well. That's the hard. Yeah, part. yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I want to supervise just because otherwise it's sort of done half acidly, 
and I'm... <laughs> I sound so fucking neurotic right now. <laughs> well, I th- but for me, so I'm sort of like that with face washing. So he he always brushes his teeth and washes his face in the morning. And it got to the point where one or two times I stood in the bathroom and like, why don't you wash your face and just let me see what you're doing? Because I have these flashbacks of, you know, zits in high school and middle school and how humiliating it was. So for some reason, this PTSD makes me want to like try to prevent that mm-hmm. for him. And so he, he gets the face wash on his hands and like just, just on his palms, no fingers, and then just sets his palms lightly on his cheeks and rubs them in little tiny circles. And that's it. Like there was no forehead, nose, chin, nothing. I'm like, okay, now look in the mirror and tell me what other parts are on your face because <laughs> this is insane. And it's just this, to me, it's like you should just do it to do it. But I feel like what's going to have to happen is he's going to get this massive zit in an incredibly noticeable spot and then be like, oh, now I see. Mm-hmm. But I remember that feeling and it was horrible at the time. Looking back, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But at the time, it was devastating. Even even for a boy, maybe not all boys, but honestly it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, acne. Oh, gosh. But the fact oh. that you have to like supervise that, like he could, he could never wash his face and it's not going to affect me at all. Like, the only person that's going to suffer the negative consequences is him. But he doesn't Mm -hmm. care. That part I don't get. So we have to care for him. I know. But that should have stopped. He's like 12 now. That's done. He's on his Mm -hmm. own. No. It's never done. It's never done. (laughs) Just ask my mom. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. It, It just continues into adulthood. It just changes forms and the caring becomes more complex. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marlo still takes, Marlo, st- I mean, she, she can shower, but she still loves to take baths. And, uh, and you know, it, washing her hair in the bathtub is, you know, I still have to get down. I feel, I feel, I'm an old woman now like, getting down <laughs> on a stool to wash her hair, bending over the bathtub. I'm like, ow, my back. I threw out my back washing her hair. Um <laughs> But the frequency now of like, like they need to be bathed more often because they're getting older and bo bo is real people bo is is real, but like for for personal purposes, like I mean I I work out a lot and I shower and I don't want to <laughs> I don't even want to admit this. But, like, I can go a very long time without washing my hair. What, and like, like four days, like a week? Like, a, we I, can, I can go a week. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, they make really incredible dry shampoos now. But part of it is that I live in a climate where that makes it possible. Like, it's super, super, super dry in Utah. People notice it, like, within 10 minutes of being in Utah just how dry it is. In fact, when I first went to BYU, I didn't know. Oh my gosh, flashback to the acne. I didn't know. No one no one told me that it was a a different sort of I mean it, it's a strikingly different climate than the one that I grew up in. 
I grew up in very, very humid, wet. Like I never had to use moisturizer on my face. I didn't know what moisturizer for your face was growing up. Yes, it was nature. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, like in the middle of the day, like I remember having to pat down the oil on my face because of the moisture in the air. And so when I got to BYU, um, I remember within a couple of days, my knuckles and fingers started to bleed because they were so dry and I didn't know what was happening. And then my face got really weird and I was asking one of my roommates and she's like, you have to use moisturizer. So I asked my mom to send me moisturizer and she, cause she was, she was working for Avon and she sent me body cream, which you don't use on your face. Totally different skin. It's a totally, well, it's, you don't use body lotion on a 19 year old, 18 year old, 17 year old face. Right. And so I slathered that body lotion all over my face, man. And Oh, do you remember uh, the horrible insult that kids p- p- used to call him pizza face? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was you? That was me for a couple of months until I realized, oh, there's actual moisturizer that people use for faces. <laughs> now, did your did your mom not know what you needed it for or what was the? Yeah, I think I had just said, you know, I need some moisturizer. And she was like, oh, you know, here's some stuff for your hands and stuff for your elbows uh okay not stuff for your face that was a hard lesson learned memorable few months mm-hmm. it is it is quite dry i mean i've only been to salt lake city one time but during that short trip i had to change a tire on the side of the interstate in 90 degree <laughs> weather before boarding a flight an hour later so if we want to talk about hygiene i guarantee you i was not fresh on that plane <laughs> what i did not know that you you had a change a tire when you were here i did well i left early because uh there was a family emergency heather hex's uh mom had fallen uh, and hurt herself actually pretty severely and i was leaving early so i spent all this time and changed my flights and moved it up early and it was like i mean the airport is relatively close so it's a quick drive and i think my flight was in an hour and a half threw everything in the car got on the interstate was on the interstate for 20 minutes maybe and then a tire blew. So oh, I man. so I called, the, I think it was Hertz, I called the car rental place. They said, well, we can be there in an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah, that's that's not going to work. So <sighs> out, and it was, it was the back driver's side wheel. So it was on like the road side and it was hot. I mean, it was so hot. And I'm just- It's a different kind of heat, yeah. Pouring sweat in the blazing sun, changing a tire, thinking someone's, someone's going to stop because that's what people do in the nice- state of Utah. That never happened. <laughs> and then I got to the airport and got through security and Hertz called. They're like, well, the tow truck's on the way. I said, yep, don't, don't worry about it. Oh man. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry that, yeah, Mormons are nice, but when it comes to hospitality, like Tennessee has us beat. Yeah. Well, those, those are my Salt Lake memories. That was how I finished my time there. <laughs> people whenever like I have visitors I'm always very frank and it's like you're gonna wake up in the morning and you're gonna wonder what crawled it up into your nose you're just gonna wonder (laughs) (laughs) boogers in Salt Lake City are unlike boogers anywhere else they just like it's (laughs) it's 
like extreme. <laughs> it's just hard. It's just so dry and so dusty and it's a different experience here. Yeah. You got to be prepared for what's going on in your sinus cavities. <laughs> well, here it just all pours out. I mean, the humidity is like 90% and nothing stays anywhere, anywhere, mm-hmm. which means the deodorant at the start of the school year is especially important. Yes. Although most don't acknowledge that. And I don't remember when I started wearing deodorant. But now I'm all, I still wear deodorant, but and then somebody told me that deodorant causes Alzheimer's. Isn't that, though, antiperspirant? Is it? I, I, for some reason, I feel like antiperspirant is the bad thing because your body is supposed to sweat, but it doesn't uh-huh. have to smell. I, I switched to a natural deodorant because it works and... It says all organic, so it makes me feel like I'm not going to get Alzheimer's. You use an organic deodorant. Organic and natural, thank you very much. Does, so, wait, is it? does it have a smell? It has a slight smell. It's a very friendly, woodsy, but not in a, like, mossy kind of way. <laughs> is it, does Lexton use it as well? He does. I have I've gotten, like, so many different kinds of deodorant because... I'm hoping that maybe there'll be one that for some reason he gets really attached to and remembers to put it on on his own. But he doesn't. If I don't tell him to do it, he won't. But I feel I at least feel better that he's using the natural one because, I don't know, it's probably just a load of shit, to be honest with you. But it works. Every, yeah. It's Ursa Major, if anyone's curious. Ursa Major. Ursa Major. They're based out of Vermont. It's a pretty cool company, actually. Okay. I will make a note of that. I just get sent, I get sent a lot of stuff. A lot of deodorant and hygiene products. A lot of deodorant, moisturizer, shampoo. Um, I mean, I have a closet full of just stuff that different companies have sent me and or, you know, like good so, stuff, though? I mean, stuff you want to use, or is it like, eh? Really good stuff. Really good stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I mean, I think a lot of us who do this get sent the same stuff. Um, there was a company that sent me a whole bunch of shampoo and detangler and conditioner, and it came in this cute bag with a notebook and a pen and really? um, I say like document what? your hair washing experience. <laughs> was that the idea? I don't know. It was like this cute little sunshiny, like, you know, if we include the notebook and the pen and the bag, like this package is going to be so adorable that you're going to want to write about it. Right. Um, In the notebook so I, with the pen. Mm-hmm. Squeal. <laughs> I save the notebook. I have a stack of notebooks sitting on the kitchen countertop where I make notes and make grocery lists. And uh, when Mar- when the kids got home from New York, Marlo had the notebook. And I'm like, why did you take that off the kitchen counter? And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? Like, I had this on the airplane coming home. <laughs> so, like, John's girlfriend does what I do. And um, she could, she obviously got sent the same package. <laughs> so she had the same notebook laying around? She had the, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. Well, it's got to be like a standard media package, right? Yeah, that they send out to all the bloggers on their list. I'm on a list. There's no way you can use all that. I mean, you've got to get so much to the point where either you have like a fallout shelter's worth 
supply Mm -hmm. or you just can't go through it all, especially if you wash your hair once a week. There's probably weeks (laughs) where people are going to. (laughs) I mean, let's just be honest. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would be curious to know how many women are willing to admit that who actually do that. Like my hairstylist doesn't wash her hair but once a week. Um, It's better for your hair. Um, They recommend that for men as well. Honestly, I I can't not wash my hair after a run. Like I we've been over this. I sweat. I know. In a profound manner. I so I feel like I can't. I mean, maybe that's just a myth. Maybe it's totally cool anyway, but I something just makes me think that it's a better idea to wash it than not. I can't I when when my hair was short, I washed it much more frequently than I do now. I can't imagine having short hair and, and going a week without washing it. Why, no. though? Like, what's the difference? Because the weight of long hair kind of keeps the, it in control. The oil, the oil starts at your scalp and moves its way down. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How are your nipples, by the way? (laughs) Well, since we're going to talk about hygiene... Um, my nipples are destroyed. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how, and I think this must be a a male thing because women have the sports bras when they run. There's nothing I can do. I've had chafing stick. Um, I've, I've, I've tried, I've tried aids. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they stay on. Sometimes they pop off, but, uh, it's, it's terrible. Honestly, there's got to be a solution for your nipple shaving. Well, there's got to be. So, maybe you need a sports bra. If someone out there knows of one they make for men, please let me know. I will wear it with pride because even sitting here right now, I can feel my nipples. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to feel my nipples. That's not right. It's just not. The best thing I found are the little tiny circle bandages that mm-hmm. perfectly fit. But if they get snagged on my shirt or something and come off, then it's just all hell breaks loose. Well, I can't imagine like so you're you're you sweat profusely, and wouldn't the sweat cause the band aids to come off? Depends on the brand and the material of the band aid. I have discovered after buying multiple boxes of band aids, and it depends on the nipple. It seems my left <laughs> nipple is more eager to shed the bandage than my right. Oh my God, I love this. This is the reality of, I mean, and honestly, like, 
I don't know. I've talked to a number of people that are like, yeah, just use the chafing stick. And I, I, so I don't know what my problem is because apparently that works for everybody but me. No, I, I the chafing stick. Uh, I mean, it, you, you've been running. You know men that run. Am I the only one who has nipple issues? Please don't no, say yes. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, I know of ultra runners who still bleed, you know, 15, 16, 20 miles in. Still, they're bleeding, you know. Oh yeah, I they bleed. finish a run and they're covered in blood from their nipples, bleeding. Okay, so it's not abnormal. I just no. have to suck it up. Mm-hmm. Great. Ah, uh, gosh, thinking about it, uh, no. It's horrible. If anyone out there is wondering what it's like, it's horrible. It's like it's like you lit a match and blew it out and then immediately pressed it on your nipple <laughs> for ten miles. It's uh, it's crazy. And I just ran nine miles and I realized two miles in, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot the bandages. And I knew, I knew it was going to be bad. And it was horrible and I'm still paying for it. And so like afterward, like in the, in the shower, is it it just like stinging and. Oh yes. It's searing pain. So if for some reason I get home and I forget just after I get home and take my shoes off and everything, I forget that it happened. I remember right away i mean like doubling over pain how weird how weird would you look if you were wearing a sports bra exceptionally weird (laughs) a friend of mine suggested just cutting out nipple holes in all of my shirts so i would look (laughs) much less weird than that i think or don't wear a shirt yes that's also an option yeah which is probably what i'm going to go to because I feel like nothing else will actually work. But you have to wear a shirt in the marathon. So at the same time, I feel like at least by wearing a shirt, my body's sort of getting used to it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just telling myself that. It's probably going to be miserable either way. Yeah, yeah. I, I really have no advice for you there. I really don't. I mean, I just, I covered all my entire like torso in shaving cream, shaving stick for the Boston and... Uh, because I trained like I was supposed to train, like there wasn't much chafing at all. Because um, usually for women, like around the bra line or where your shirt hits you, um, yeah. But I, I have I I don't know I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So so sorry about your nipples. Everything else has been fine. Like no no other issues, except for the one blue toenail. But that particular area, uh, oh, it's. Whew. Oh, your toenails. Oh man. It's still hanging on. We're not we're not gonna talk about the toenail. It's still there for now. It's looking extra Do extra not dark. yank out the toenail. It has to come out itself. Oh I if it is, I if I were to try to yank it out, I would pass out. I there's not I couldn't even approach that. No. It's blue or is it black? It's kind of a happy medium. Sometimes okay. it looks more blue, sometimes it looks more black. So I lost I lost two toenails in the training for Boston. And the second one finally fell off. Oh gosh, when was that? Like two and a half weeks ago? Yeah. So it really hangs on. Did it hurt? Did it, no. Okay, because mine doesn't hurt. I still have feeling. It's fine. It just looks very dark. It's yeah. It can hurt at about mile twenty six. <laughs> and then you just have to run that last quarter. <laughs> yep. With a painful but at, toe. This, at, at that point, though, like every part of your body hurts. So you're not really concentrating on one thing. You know, your nipples are hurting, your toenails are hurting, you 
really want to murder every single person standing around you. So, yeah, well, it's not a big deal. I, my experience with the distance has been like the the worst part of running for me is you know the first four to six miles. Like after that, and especially after I pass ten, it's just kind of eh. Just gonna keep doing it because yeah. I'm already here. <laughs> I mean, the, the, my farthest run so far has been 16 miles, and I'm not saying it was a delightful experience that I skipped through. But by the time I hit 10, like the last six, it's like, well, I'm already out. Might as well just keep going. Like it's it's just habitual at that Congratulations point. Congratulations on that, by the way. That's that's huge. That's huge. And people probably don't know this. Um, but I, I'm going to be, and you and I need to coordinate this. But I'm, I'm going to Chicago to support the team, and I'm going to try to raise some money. Um, but I can't. My, my, my doctor and my primary care physician and my therapist and my um, psychiatrist all basically said you can't run the marathon. Well, my nipples are giving you the big old middle finger right now. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna lie. <laughs> The support will be good, though. Yes, I will. I will be in Chicago. I'll be. I, I will run to several different parts of the the race to cheer you on, um, but I can't run it for the sake of my mental health. So general sanity. General sanity, the hygiene of my brain. Brain hygiene. Brain hygiene. Look at that! It came like full circle. It did. I on whopping dose of vitamin D and my kids are home and um yeah and I'm not running relentlessly I running really yourself did, into the ground really is what it would be. yeah it did something to my adrenal system um some people call it a myth that like adrenal fatigue is not an actual medical diagnosis but um my body now under extreme conditions it feel it it my my body is just like please don't do this again like we cannot withstand that kind of stress and uh like in certain workouts i'll be working out at the gym and when it gets really really intense my body's like instead of getting the high that i used to get and instead of pushing through and being like ah oh, this feels really good to do this many reps of this or whatnot my body's like no please don't please please stop um so i totally I gave you a lot of credit while you were training before. I really did, and I didn't think it was easy. But it is safe to say that I did not fully comprehend it until now because, <laughs> holy shit, it's there's no break. It's nonstop. There's really no recovery. And I've just acknowledged that I don't think... I'm not a distance runner. Like, four to six miles, I'm happy. It feels good. My body feels good. 10, 12, 16, that I, I just don't get any joy from that. Yeah. I don't. And I, I'm glad that people do. It's just not for me at all. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I'm glad that I'm doing it. I want, I want to push myself to do it. And I think the experience of it has already been incredible and will continue to be incredible. I just don't know. You know, there's been a number of people that have said, oh, wait until you do your first marathon. Then you'll do another one and another one and another. I, I don't think that's going to happen. No. <laughs> I just don't think I enjoy the distance quite as much as some of those people who can run marathons with a big old grin. I can tell you I will not have a grin. Anyone who sees me, it will be the exact opposite of a grin. 
and I'll be covered in blood. It will be like a murder scene by the half half marathon point. And you're running for a maternal health organization, and at the end, it'll look like you've given birth. <laughs> Ser- seriously, I'm so glad that I'm doing this for such a great cause. Like that that makes it that makes the torture worthwhile. Yeah, that I don't I can't imagine doing a marathon just because I was going to do a marathon. Like for fun, by choice. For fun. And then there are people that do it for fun. Oh, I, yeah. I, uh, I don't get that. I don't know. There's there's a woman who follows me on um, Instagram, and we've messaged each other a few times, and she's always given me encouragement running, and she was posting that. Can we just complain for a second about those Instagram moments? Have you seen the new feature on Instagram? That's like Snapchat, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't used it. I know what it is. Like stories, is it Instagram stories? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're not a fan? Uh, like, I don't want to open Instagram anymore. <laughs> really? That bad? Yeah, like, it. it's destroyed the experience for me. Is it and built right into the feed? Yeah, it's at the top of the feed. May, I don't um. know if I can, like, I haven't even, like, I hate going near it, because I've, I've seen a few of them, and <laughs> I'm just old cranky i'm an old cranky (laughs) bitch is what i am (laughs) because i seriously want i'm like how do you people have the fucking time to fucking do this who has the fucking time not only that it disappears so it's not you don't even you don't even have a record of it i mean i'm pretty sure you can save it like permanently to your phone but it fucking disappears how the fuck do you have the time it i I, don't so you're not oh, a fan? Is what you're I'm saying. not a fan. And, I, and when I watch it and I'm like, this is so what is fucking wrong with everything. This is why like, we can't have nice things. That's, that's like what this, it is. If I don't know. There's such an, it's an, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Because I'm sure I'm going to say something and then I'm going to contradict, you know, I'm going to contradict myself and, and, and with engage. one of your great stories. And I, I don't know. I look at it and I, I'm going through and I'm like, the consumption and the indulge the ah, it depends on i think what you i mean i i have not seen instagram stories my phone is ready to die i haven't even up, updated the app to be honest with you but like snapchat i use snapchat i think i use snapchat with six people and it's kind of a fun way to just send mindless shit back and forth mm-hmm. without it filling up your text feed and taking up space on your phone, you can just send ridiculous videos, photos, whatever. Right. So I like that aspect of it. And then it disappears. So no right. one has to deal with storing that junk. But if people are actually taking Instagram stories in a different direction, then I can't really comment on it. Oh, people are using it like outfit. Here's my outfit of the day. And, and they're going through and, naming off the brand and then they're taking questions and they're answering doing q a's and yeah behind the scenes and i look at it and it's like ah man so it's it's all the instagram photos that i don't like live yes awesome those are the best the ones with like 15 brands tagged in the photo and but they're all casually posed Mm mm-hmm no, one of my friends moved from San Francisco. She and her husband moved from San Francisco to Portland to live basically on a farm. And they have goats and chickens. 
And I love I would watch seeing that those story. goats. Yeah. Yeah. I will watch those goats all day long. <laughs> See, there's always a silver lining. <laughs> it's the goats. Yes, it was the goats. Well, I think what brought me to to this topic was that this woman was with a group of her friends and they were running um, a marathon in the hills down, I think, near Provo, Utah. And it was like a Saturday morning. And I was like, she just got up and ran a marathon in the mountains. She just got up and did it. <laughs> and like looked forward to it. Like that yes. was that was, was fun. It was Instagramming, like the Instagram storying as she was running. And like, hey, look how beautiful it is up here, mile 12. And I'm like, what? What? She was Instagramming in the middle of it? Yeah. And ha- super happy. And, and it, yeah. Yeah. Some people oh. were born to run. We I, are not those people. I, no, that's pretty pretty clear. I know. I think my favorite part about it is how much I get to consume after I'm done because it's a lot. And I think that's what I spend my time running thinking about is what the I'm food. going to eat mm-hmm. when I get home. And you haven't gained any weight, have you? No, I don't think so. Okay, so there's a trade-off. You have bleeding nipples. I gain weight when I run. Well, I bleed the weight out of my nipples. Uh It's a strategy, carefully planned. I'm probably not eating enough, which is actually probably what it is, because I I can't. I get so hungry, but I can't eat enough in one sitting, so I have to plan out snacks. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm bad at that, I guess. And now I'm so busy packing school lunches. I don't have time. Oh, so Lita is now eating school lunches because you mean they like have hot lunch, like at school. At school. Wow. And fucking a, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I deposit money in an online little bank account, and I don't have to pack her lunch. It is awesome. And I just, you know what? I don't have to, it's just like, are you getting calories? Fantastic. See, that is excellent because Lexton likes what they serve for lunch and will eat it. But, but standing in line just takes too much time. What? That's the reason. I'm like, okay, for one, you don't even eat the whole lunch I send you with. So clearly it doesn't really matter. Like time, eh, you can just stand with your friends. But that's the reason, is that by the time I get down to the lunchroom, I don't want to stand in line. I just want to sit and eat. Oh, my God. So it's lunch. Well, tell him he has no choice. If you, if you want food, you're going to stand in line. <laughs> it could, But I think, like, I, I always ask, like, well, don't a lot of your friends get lunch at school? And he'll just name off, like, person after person after person after person who brings a lunch. Like, so really most kids that you know don't. So that doesn't really help my case. You know, then again, most kids that he knows eat their lunch completely. He does not. He does not finish his lunch. Neither no. does Marlo. I, no. I have gotten to the point where I send him with half a sandwich, and he still doesn't eat that. But if I send him with a whole sandwich, then he throws away more than half of it. And it just, it's so frustrating. And I know because I don't know, I don't know if this is like, like passive aggressive, but he brings it home and throws it away at home. So like he'll come home and empty out all of his stuff. And then I go to throw something away in the kitchen and there's three quarters of a sandwich 
that I made that morning. And I, did, I don't even fight come, it anymore. Does he come home ravenously hungry? It depends. He kind of, I mean, he's tall and thin, like lanky. And he has access to food, but I think for him, food takes time away from doing other more exciting things. So he eats just enough to not feel hungry anymore and then stops. Huh. Which means if he had it his way, I mean, even in the summer, he would want snacks every hour and a half. But then you'd say, okay, well, it's lunchtime. Here's lunch. And he would eat half of it. Interesting. It is. It's just eat enough to get me by. I, Marlo does the same thing where she eats like half the sandwich and then she eats like two of the grapes that I send and like half of the fiber bar. And then she comes home and wants to raid the kitchen. But the problem is, is that raiding the kitchen at that point is disturbs me, the dinner. Exactly. And I'm like, you got to eat the lunch that I pack you so that when you get home, you don't eat so much that you're not hungry for dinner. And it's a, it's a cycle that I have to stay on top of because otherwise it ruins every meal. Yeah. It changes Ugh, the whole time. So much time. work. It, it's just, it's like, it's such a minor thing. That's why I said, I don't even comment on it anymore because it doesn't do any good. There were times I'm like, you really have to eat your whole lunch. Okay. He'd come home and it'd be the same thing. Like no different. But the fact, I mean, you send fruit. That's so cute. I, I don't even try anymore. Like, what will you eat? Here is yeah. a bag of sugar. Just if it's going in your body, I'm happy. It's it's, But it's always the same thing. It's an almond butter and jelly sandwich mm-hmm. and goldfish or something like goldfish. And then some some sort of a treat because it's looked forward to. The treat is always consumed. Well, so the sandwich really- is half consumed. The goldfish are half consumed. And I would say 80% of the time, the juice pouch comes home unopened. <laughs> how, do you, how do you eat this without any kind of a beverage? I don't understand. Well, what I think is really interesting, especially about our kids, is uh, there's – I get sent a lot of press releases for, you know, here's this campaign going on for kids eating healthier and – this 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 is going on, and here's this app to, to teach our kids to eat better and have better food choices. And my whole take is, please just get my kid to eat food. I just yes. want my kid to eat. Just to eat That's, enough. Just eat enough so, so that they're not, yeah. I just want my child to consume food. Is, does, is there an app for that? <laughs> an, app, an app that forces them to eat? I mean, I want them to make healthy food choices, so I model healthy food choices for them. You know, Marlo notices that I don't consume meat. So, like, she she's noticing it, but, like, I'm consuming food in the hopes that they will see me consuming food and they will be like, oh, I, I should eat as well. Let me put food into my body. That's wishful thinking, though. Yeah. But just enough. I mean, honestly, Lexton eats really good foods. He's not a picky eater. I mean, he'll eat all sorts of fruits and vegetables and there's obviously you know the certain things that he detests but he eats a really good variety of things it's just never enough or if it's Mm -hmm. something that he's not crazy about he'll eat just enough of it and then you know instead of a snack before bed it's like all right let's do dinner number two yeah that's not an option though it's (laughs) it's just not i'm not gonna the kitchen is clean we're not dirtying anything else. If you can eat it out of your hands, then you can have it. Exactly. Too much time and effort. Oh, man. And then it yeah. puts pressure on, like, 
breakfast big time, at least on my end, because I know he's not going to eat a big lunch. So I'm like, let me stuff you full of food in the morning, because at least that will get you closer to the end of the day before you start to run out of energy. Yep. I buy Honey Nut Cheerios three boxes at a time. Oh, yeah. She, Those she are on regular much. rotation. She eats that much. Yeah. So it's she like, eats really? a lot, though? She she will eat a half a box of Cheerios in the morning. Shut up. Really? Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, fucking A. <laughs> <Just> eat, eat <laughs> those Cheerios. Calories. Awesome. You are eating. This is great. Awesome. Yay. Just those specifically? I mean. Those specifically. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a lot of cereal. That's like more cereal than I could eat. And she'll she'll pour another bowl and she'll go, oh, I'm sorry, this is my last one. And I looked at her one time and I said, you don't ever have to apologize for pouring another bowl of cereal. Yeah. You're eating. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and she, she was sort or maybe still is sort of a picky eater. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know about the bananas. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I remember reading that she she's selective. We'll say selective. Selective. She is select. She is discerning. There you go. <laughs> she is very discerning. So when she finds something that she likes, man, I am all over it. She's like, "Yay, you were eating food. Fantastic." That makes it even more impressive that she's getting school lunch. Like if she's yeah, they, if she they, is a picky eater, that's... they serve pizza oh. and tacos. Well, so that... so <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. But like you said, food is being consumed. So really, it makes. No difference. Right. Somebody's going to be like, somebody needs to go over there and help that Armstrong lady with her children and their food. But no, no, I'm going to let you take Lita for a week and see if you can get her to eat something with color. Let's see. She's eating and you don't have to make the lunch. That's like a Mm win-win in so many different ways. It's like we are, she is halfway out of this house. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's one way to think of it. So yep. I don't know how we got to food. I guess in some did. ways food is probably the basis of good hygiene, right? Complexion. I think so. Like my kids, I mean, we just went to the dentist and my kids' teeth look great. Which at their age, my teeth looked terrible because I had a horrible diet. But so do my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm better about like I really I'm really on top of them about brushing their teeth and that sort of thing. So. And do you do a lot of pop or soda or soda pop? We do no soda. Okay. We don't. We do very little juice. They drink mostly water. That helps. That's the one thing I've been really strict about is no, they, like, they sneak soda when they're with my mom because my mom <laughs> is a turd. Obviously, they're uh, not really sneaking it. Yeah. But they don't have, we do, we do not have soda or juices in the home. Okay. Yeah, we don't do soda. Soda is more of a special treat thing Mm -hmm. juice sometimes but it's got to be decent juice that's you know more than 10 percent actual fruit because i'm picky i think i was i think i was consuming coca-cola in a bottle when i was growing up oh man (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't grow up with a lot of soda so i i had good teeth as a kid too i actually didn't get my first cavity until it was like 29 so oh my god oh yeah and then I got another one a year later. So obviously something is quickly deteriorating. It's all downhill. It is all downhill. 
just just wait. <laughs> At least you're not like bending over the bathtub to wash his hair and no. standing up and being like, oh, I'm not going to be able to stand up straight for a few days. No, I'm, I'm so glad that baths are a thing of the past. <laughs> I didn't like them at the time. I dread them. No. I'm sure if that was an option, he would choose a bath over a shower. But I And I wouldn't have to do anything. I just, I just hate them. Mm-hmm. Like everything about them. So I feel for you there. For you and your back. Thank you. Between your back and my nipples, we're just falling apart. I just want to be understood. Thank you. (laughs) Mission accomplished. So yeah, how often do you wash your hair, everybody? And how do you You get your kids to clean their bodies? Like, by choice. Honestly, that would be, if I could master that, that would be great. Mm -hmm. With Marlo, what I do is I buy toys for the bath. And she was like, can we please take a bath today? And it's like, yes, we can. But then you still have to do like the hair washes. So she just plays, but you're actually <laughs> still doing it. So it gets her to the location, but the process, you know. Yep. More work. More work for us. Yes. It's never ending. And that's why we love it. And that's why we love it. But really, strategies, bring them on. Or horror stories, that's fine too. Yeah, how did you teach your daughter how to shave? That one, yeah. There you go. Heather could use that. Me, not mm-hmm. so much. And nipple suggestions, please. Oh, God. anything. I am game for Nipple for suggestions. Anything. Please send your nipple suggestions to stories at manicramblings.com. We would love your nipple suggestions. You could also direct them to our social media on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Manic Ramblings, but that will probably generate an interesting assortment of comments. So you can do that at your own risk. And you could also reference John's nipples in a review um, in the iTunes store. Where do you else would you leave a review? I don't know. Probably just the iTunes store. Probably just scream at us. That, that would work. Media. Yeah. Yeah. All caps. All caps. That's my brand. I can't do that. <laughs> I copyrighted that. Um, but yeah, we would love to hear from you. And it's good to be back. And I said that. We, we said that last week. Whatever. I'm going to shut up now. It's still good to be back. It's still good to be back. It's always good. Also, if you have suggestions for a really good dry shampoo, I'd love to hear that since my hair is... I'm going on day six right now. Ooh, that means tomorrow. Means oh, tomorrow. Big day. Big day. Uh, so, okay, so, um, yes, until next time. Oh, until next time, don't wash your hair. That's seven days. Excellent. Excellent. Good job, John. Good job. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.